Good afternoon. Oh, we've not even got a bib on screen. Do you know what? Fucking fuck it. It's just me on my own. Hey, I've got no hand, no bib. God damn. There he is. Hey, I'll read bib. Hello, Graham. Hello. <laughs> uh, just disclaimers. Um, Bibby's put a, t uh, a jumper on because he wanted to look smart for you. I've put a hoodie on because I wanted you to see me and not have me disappearing into the uh, green screen behind me. Um, <laughs> so if we start to look more and more sweaty as the stream goes on, it's for your viewing pleasure and not because, because you know, we, we don't we don't enjoy that sort of shit. So yeah, there you go. Here you go. Uh, welcome in to twitch.tv forward slash Applause. My name is Graham Day. Good afternoon-ish. How are we all doing? Who's in the chat? I see a Tito with an... Uh, uh, there's a moving emote there. It looks like it says hello, but I can't quite, quite read what it says. What does it say, babe? Oh, hello. Sorry, my throat's still a bit. It's not 100% yet, Graham. We're getting there. Still not 100%. Uh, we'll, we'll try you again tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Then we've got Stay Frosty, Let's Go, a GG, a Bibby Kappa, and, and just a random I in the middle because it's Tito. It wouldn't be Tito if there wasn't some sort of issue in there in the middle. Hey, how you doing, Tito? <laughs> um, shout out to Chaos as well. Uh, fun fact. Uh, an ICU hat was spotted in the wild today, and it was Chaos's. So someone that we know from Twitch, Nick, a.k.a. Live at Action Pixel. Do go free, uh, feel free to check out Live Action Pixel on Twitch, by the way. Uh, really good guy. Um, he was out doing his IRL job and just by chance went to Chaos's house where he saw an Ice Cream Uploads hat. So, ta-da! <laughs> there we go. Uh, we have ICU hats being spotted in the wild, which is absolute madness, if you think of is. the odds of <laughs> that crazy. happening. I know. Absolutely. It's such a small world. I mean, it's 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 not, but but it is at the same time. It's it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, good morning. Uh, good after morning, Chaos. How you doing, dude? Welcome in. Uh, anyone in, in the chat, if you don't know who we are, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the Scoop the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so ourselves, we go live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. It's 25 past one, so it's a big old ish today, but that's fine. That's fine. It was it was chatting in Big Ham's stream, uh, Big Hamish, yeah, yeah, on Twitch. Do go check out Big Hamish. Uh, chatting in stream earlier on today, and he was like, you've not done the scoop yet? Uh, and I'm sure you all know by now, but we work in the video games industry, and this time of year is a pretty busy time. Um, we kind of, it's kind of this next six months. It's not, it's not necessarily like that entirely, these busier spells and uh, stuff, but the... Um, this time of year is pre-E3 and stuff like that, so we we get kind of busy this kind of year. We work with a number of different clients, we're doing a number of different things, we're planning for going to Gamescom and stuff later on the year. Then we've got to put all of our Ice Cream Plus content together alongside uh, side all of that. So we do go live at 10 a.m., ish so it's it's yeah. it's nearly half past one in the afternoon but that's because we got other things that demand our time but we appreciate the fact that you guys turn up here even though we are fluid with our ice cream time is nice um but if you are in the chat it's important that you do feel free to get involved over the next hour or so because even though we are live on twitch we turn the live stream into a podcast a video on youtube and an audio podcast on itunes and spotify and soundcloud and google play so there's lots of places where over one hundred and thirty thousand people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand so do please feel uh, please feel free to get involved on behalf of anyone else that is watching and listening in. Before we jump into things, I want to bring up a few subjects. First of all, exclamation mark loot drop. If one of you wants to type that into the chat, that would be very, very much appreciated. Exclamation mark loot drop. You will find out that you could win a hat or a game or an ICU jersey or something like that uh, in next month's loot drop. The prize has still to be determined, but this month's loot drop was a hat or a jersey of your choice, and Chaos chose that hat. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, to which Live Action Pixel, who's in the chat, has mm -hmm. seen it as well. So there you go. We can confirm through actual real-life uh, witnesses now that, that our prizes do exist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Chaos won uh, this month's loot drop. So do feel free to enter the loot drop. The only way, uh, only thing you need to do is just be a sub on the channel. So that could be uh, a tier one, two, three, a, tw a prime sub if you've got one of those, or you can get gifted a sub. As long as you're a sub on the first Monday of the month, caveats, it's the first Monday where we have scheduled content of the month, uh, then we do the loot drop on that day. We will export everyone that's a sub on the, on the day 
draw the winner on stream or in the Discord and then, then let you know. And then it's then that's it. Prizes for subscribers. Nice. Or one yeah. subscriber. Anyway. Um also, shout out to uh, exclamation mark Astro who provide our headsets and exclamation mark insert coin who provide badass merch for us as well. So do feel free to check out those if you want. Um, Iceman says, finally got myself the NWO stuff for WWE 2K22. So I'm starting with the NWO versus Imperium. It's gone. Uh, in an eight-man tag. Nice. N-W-O. Um, I'm here for my shout out. Apparently, nice. Let's go. There he is. Um, uh, nice of you to wait until my lunch break. It's, it's all right, Tito. We just wanted to make sure you're ready, so we're good now. Good, good. Uh, Iceman says, speaking of dinner, leftover Sunday roast beef with chips for me today. Ooh, leftover beef and chips. All the time in the world for that. I mean, I, I have had spam three times over this weekend, though. So, you know. Can't complain. Can't <laughs> complain. Making a mint off you. Uh, it was all one tin because we bought like the the mega tin. So I had like spam and egg mm. on Saturday morning for breakfast, and then it was oh we still got some spam left. So I had just a spam butter on Sunday, and then today we had spam and scrambled eggs. Spambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> spambled eggs. Fantastic. Nice. There we go. Coining that. There you go. Spam. Feel free to uh, use that, but obviously reference I see you when you do. Spambled eggs. Nice. Uh, Viv, good morning. Stay frosty. Okay, bye then. <laughs> uh, Lake, how you doing? Good after morning, everyone. Um, I, I didn't mention dinner. I mentioned lunch. Dinner is in the evening. We had this conversation the other day, and there was lots of people that don't really know what they're on about trying to chip in. Um, Bib, what time of the day at Christmas do you have your main meal on Christmas Day? What roughly time do you have that? got to be early afternoon and it so you're looking at like two o'clock maybe nice something uh, like that and what do you call that is, is that your christmas christmas lunch it's christmas dinner mate. it is christmas dinner okay so therefore the meal that you have around lunchtime is early afternoon is dinner and then the one that you have later on in the evening is tea okay i agree flawless flawless point made <laughs> we will move on and the world will agree with that <laughs> no one's ever called it christmas tea graham have no, they? Do you know what I mean? no absolute absolute lettuces absolute lettuces <laughs> spambled uh, spambled eggs is a great new word uh what time do you have your Christmas dinner? Uh, same, same, at dinner time. <laughs> Not tea time. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you incorrect people. You can have your flawed opinions if you want. Uh, I stand by the fact that tea is definitely a drink. It is. And it's also a meal. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so we will jump into conversations about news today. Let me jump into the split screen as well. Uh... I choose incorrect. Like I say, you're all incorrect. You're you're all from a dodgy part of the world. Uh, that where you go, yeah, I'm gonna have my Christmas dinner at lunchtime. <laughs> all right, Christmas breakfast. So so you're gonna have Christmas dinner at lunchtime, and then later on in other days you'll have dinner at dinner time. Because that makes sense. That makes sense. Nice. Uh, epic to release an Unreal Engine Five editor uh, just for Fortnite this year. By the way, that's that's Bibby. That's how angry he's getting. There's, 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 we're not having work done in the sex plan. That's Bibby. Just proper raging that people are calling it lunch and and stuff. Ugh. Get him told, Bib. Get him uh, told. Get him out of here. Uh, I'd call it a lunch. Uh, I'd call it lunch if it was like a sandwich or something quick. But if it's my uh, if it's my main meal, then it's dinner. Um, as in, like, so do you have your your this time of day is this when you have your main meal do you not have like is the evening not your main meal i know that obviously some people do eat bigger around dinner time and then other people eat bigger meals at tea time uh so... three big meals well, <laughs> yeah i very rarely have breakfast nowadays oh always breakfast supper not even a real world <laughs> i mean I, i'd have a fucking world full of supper to be fair uh to be fair supper isn't something that i tend to eat i used to we used to have supper we used to have supper uh when I growing up, we'd, we'd, that'd be something that you'd have around eight, nine, ten ish, uh, like pre bed food kind of thing. Yeah. Um, do you want a cup of tea? Get served a full roast in a mug. I mean, where, where's the problem? I would not be object with that. What I'm gonna say, Tito, you've you've just flawed your own logic. Where is the problem? Yes, please. Give, I'll take two cups of tea actually, and can I get a cup of just gravy as well? <laughs> <laughs> yes please you can get a roast in a can so uh, have you seen have you seen that, that that looks disgusting have you seen the hamburger in a can as well where it's just like it's almost like when you see those 
um, like, oh, what, what they call, uh, them, them cores that they take out of Earth. I know they call the cores, but there's geologists take these whatever cores anyway. And and you'll see, like, okay, these are the different sediments. When you see this, like, brown patch, that is the fucking, okay, I'm going to make up periods now. Well, not make up. I'm going to use them in the wrong context. That's the Cretaceous period, and then you get below, there's the fucking Jurassic period, and you've got the whatever, mm. whatever. Um that is what the burger in a can looks like. You take it out and slice it down the middle and it's just like green sludge, brown sludge, yellow sludge. It's like, <laughs> what colour of sludge do you want today? <laughs> was no. it Game that made the Christmas dinner in a tin? It was like a mock-up. It wasn't a real thing. I'm sure Game did a campaign on it at Christmas maybe 10 years ago or something. I, did, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> You can get a roast in a can, so I blend it, I blend down a roast and serve it as a drink. I drink it. Do you know what? I'd try it. The only th thing is, is like I'm not, sh I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe just say, okay, if you just give me a drink, let's just have, let's just have a cup of gravy. Go on, stick a straw in it. Jobs are good and Bovril, nice. We'll have one of those. Oosh. <laughs> MI6, open up. <laughs> um, it's the sex band Mark II being built, by the way. You will hear that throughout the course of the stream. Uh, they did Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas dinner. Uh, yeah. Fucking genius. <laughs> oh, that's mad. Light brown bit is a bakery period. Dark brown is the carnivorous period, followed by the the green layer, which is the salad period. That's where we stop. That's when you've gone too far. Leave the leaves behind. Uh, okay, so yeah, the news that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the fact that you can make money off Fortnite. That's basically the first story. I mean, you can make money off Fortnite anyway by being a streamer or, a, or an esports professional. But now if you want to get creative with Fortnite, Fortnite is allowing people to monetize their creations within the game. That is the first story. Then, for those that are in the PUBG universe... But aren't quite feeling PUBG. Maybe you want something that will just just lightly scare the shit out of you. Well, good news. The Callisto Protocol is a game that we've spoken about previously. It's basically dead space in PUBG. Um, and we have news on that coming this week. We'll go through that story. Marvel's Midnight Suns, a game that we've spoken about for, for about... 12 to 18 months now it's been rated by south korea suggesting it may release soon the game was Ooh. delayed to late uh till 2022 late last year um we have news that a scarface game uh has emerged online this was a cancelled scarface game by the way and if you're a fan of armor um it looks like armor reforger has leaked and it's coming to console. So if you want some armor fun times on console, maybe your, your PC's not big enough, uh, powerful enough to run armor, uh, whatever. If you want to play it on your console, good news. You'll be able to do that soon. That will be our last story. But for now, Bip, fresh yes. out of Fortnite yesterday. Did you have fun? Fresh out of it, Graham, yes. Uh, battle passed, as you very much uh, said in the chat yesterday. We completed the battle pass. We got up to level 100. Doctor Strange is now officially in my account i'm never going to use it but it's just nice to have it there well i i fired up fortnite last night realized it hadn't been updated so i fired up pubg instead <laughs> and let let the update run <laughs> at least you tried <laughs> i did try i tried tried to break break the cycle but it just didn't happen just just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in <laughs> so yeah we tried we tried um so yeah battle past i couldn't decide as well is it battle past with a t like a thing of the past or is it battle past as in you finished it I went for battle past thing of the past, but you know, you know, you can you go with whatever you want. Go with whatever you want. Uh, speaking of going with whatever you want, you can do that in Fortnite as Epic is to release an Unreal Engine Five editor just for Fortnite this year. So, what does the uh, IGN article show? Something completely different. House of Dragon, the uh, the new Game of Thrones series. Yeah, great. Um, so if you want to get creative, you will be able to monetize your creations according to the tagline. So Epic Games is releasing an open-to-everybody Unreal Engine 5 editor for Fortnite and will let creators monetize what they make. CEO Tim Sweeney told Fast Company that around half of the player's time in Fortnite is spent playing other users' content and Epic Games want to make, uh, wants to make that experience more fully fledged through the editor and the ability, uh, ability to monetize that custom content quote we're going to release the unreal editor for fortnite the full capabilities that you've seen in unreal engine opened up so that anybody can build uh, very high quality game content and code sweeney said and deploy into it fortnite uh, without having to do a deal with us it's open to everybody 
He added that his Epic Games aim to make Fortnite a marketplace similar to Steam or the App Store, comparing it to other games like Roblox that, while free to download and play normally, uh, feature player-made content that can be bought with real money. Sweeney said, we're building an economy and it will support creators actually building businesses around their work and making increasing amounts of profit from the commerce that arises from people playing their content. Epic Games Unreal Engine 5 was released in April. Do you know what? We don't really need to go with that. There's some cool stuff, including this station thing that we watched the other day, which is looked fucking badass. Yeah. I posted that into uh, the Discord exclamation mark Discord if anyone wants to see that. Uh, but for now, you want to get creative in Fortnite? You can do. And unlike things like Roblox, Epic is willing to give you a good slice of the pie. What are you thinking, Bib? Yeah, I think this, uh, I think this is cool. Didn't Roblox do this not long ago? Is this what they're taking a leaf out of their book? Yeah. That Roblox were playing creators for creating stuff in there so they could monetize it, rather than them just taking profit directly from people. Because I think I I played Roblox very briefly when my, when my brother was a lot younger, um, and I think you have to buy again. Not entirely sure on this, so correct me if I'm wrong. If anyone else knows, but I think you have to get coins, and then if you go into certain areas. If you ha if you don't have that, you can buy the assets so you can be able to use it. Again, that might be completely wrong. I know they do that in like Fire Pro Wrestling. Like you can't use certain assets unless you buy them. So if you download somebody's Shawn Michaels and they're wearing something that's uh, from a premium pack, you have to buy that pack to then be able to wear Shawn uh, the the Shawn Michaels outfit that someone's created. I think that's the same in Roblox. Um, but this this is cool. Like people that will who have. A fantastic imagination that I wouldn't be able to have. There's people... I did join a Discord a while ago uh, that people have created maps from SOCOM in there, which was, at the time, the only way that you could play, or one of the only ways that you could play Fortnite without having to build. Uh, the building was just disabled in it, so it was just playing, essentially, Fortnite on SOCOM maps using SOCOM guns and stuff like that, which was amazing. But people having to create stuff... For other people to use, if it's, I want to know what the, what qualifies them to be able to get paid though. Like, do people have to buy that map? Do people have to um, pay to use certain things within the map? Like, how do people get monetized? Well, I think is how many times people play on the map. I mean, looking at this, it's saying that uh, people can buy their content. Um, people. Uh, a profit from uh, that arises from people playing their content, uh, but it says. Um, Mm, yeah, I suppose it could be a bit both. It could be a bit. We don't have the details other than pe people playing their content and and that things can be bought uh, with real money. So it's either going to be you want to buy this map, it'll be seventy nine pence or however yeah. many V bucks, whatever way it's it's going to be. If it's going to be within Fortnite, you feel that they've got to be paying V bucks. So it'll be okay, fifty V bucks to get the map, um, and then maybe different modes and add-ons or so on yeah. uh, will cost more or certain weapons and things, and it. it I imagine it'll go that way, but then 50 V-Bucks for a lot of people is just a throwaway, oh, whatever, it's just a, it's an arbitrary sum that doesn't mean anything because mm. it's it's only 50 and it's a, it's not real currency. I'll just throw that. Yeah. Um, but then if if people are doing that without having to go to Epic and say, we want to make this game, we want uh, we want to put it in your game, we want to partner and an Epic, you just, you just put it in, do what you want, and then we'll, whatever gets thingy, we'll give you a big old chunk of it back kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I, see that sounds good to me that is very much like what what happens in roblox the only thing is is isn't like I, I don't have all of the details if anyone does have details on the roblox story roblox have come under fire quite a lot because they are like is it is it like a minuscule percent actually gets given back to the users so kids are creating maps kids are mm -hmm. pushing their creative boundaries and earning tons for roblox and then as a as a sign of Good faith, a good gesture for, for, for doing everything for Roblox. Roblox give them a shilling back and go, there you go. Yeah, go on, be on with you. Yeah. yeah. So if they're, if they're looking to... Um, the way they put it in this is they want Fortnite to be a marketplace um, and they want to they wanna build an economy that will support create, creators building businesses around their work. So Roblox yeah. is more about... Because of the extreme... Um, restrictions and and the, the unfair 
revenue share in Roblox's system. It's more of a hobbyist venture, whereas if they're looking to build business, uh, an economy with businesses, um, people increasing the amounts of profits and commerce that they get from their game, you've got to feel that they've just got to be like, look, okay, if we get 30% of anything or 10%, I mean, 30% would be quite funny because that's exactly what Apple charged for the App Store. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Um, so even if they go, look, okay, you build what you want, make a bit of money off it, get more people playing our game, which then potentially gets them to spend V-Bucks anyway, and we'll take 10%, plus you keep the other 90% jobs are good. And I, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. A game that has millions of players, that continues to have millions of players, that is the foundation of the, air quotes, metaverse that is coming. Obviously, there's plenty of different metaverses potentially in production, but... The, Fortnite and Epic's metaverse is the one that we've seen most of and therefore should, in theory, be the the best one, potentially, to begin with at least. Um, Then having businesses building money off that, off the back of you, and just feeding you with you not having to do anything is is an instant win. And if people can can earn business off it, uh, uh, earn money and make careers off it, jobs are good. Look what YouTube did for allowing content creators to earn money off the back of that. So, yeah, GG's. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the, the thing that, that, that obviously pissed a lot of people off about Roblox was it's the community that was keeping Roblox alive. Like, obviously, there's loads of maps and stuff like that. You could, like, people, it, we covered something maybe three months ago about um, it, it was like one of the best ways to play an FPS shooter because it was at the time people were more playing the first person shooting that than there was playing COD. I'm not I talking about Warzone, I'm talking about in, like Vanguard. I think yeah. it was Nacho Stream the other day, just like the one that was yeah. like, it looked like as good as Battlefield uh, or Battlefront level graphics, an EA level mm. game, but someone had just made it in Roblox. Yeah, so there was like thousands of people playing those maps, which obviously means that thousands of people have downloaded the game. So it's the community that was keeping that game afloat, but there wasn't getting any kind of not even at the bare minimum, like a, an affiliate link or something like that for people to be able to help the person out and say, oh my God, we've had 3,000 people playing this map today. That's three more, 3,000 downloads that we didn't have yesterday. Um, so it's just kind of giving stuff back. And I love stuff like that because it's just an, a very small incentive for people to be able to try and get something back for the maybe the hours and days and weeks that they're putting into creating something. I feel like if you've got a community that keeps your game alive and stuff like that there is always a justification to try and keep those people around and incentivize them to create new stuff for you because as long as your game sticks around more people are playing it that's an avenue it's a revenue avenue that you that you have thought about but not been able to capitalize on as much i think it it kind of it's kind of telling as well though that when a company um has their game is built off of the back of copying something else for starters roblox was always a a knockoff Minecraft. Um, and it, it, sorry, the drill, my side, you can probably hear that, but, but, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're all, we'll, we'll pretend we're in being queued together. It's great. Um, but they've built their game off of copying off something else. It's just, it's, it's a shame that those companies don't ever think, okay, we've used someone else's ideas to get ourselves successful. Now we can start to build our own. But instead, they go down that avenue of, okay, now we're going to start using all these other creators' ideas to make even more money for ourselves. And it's like, you went from being a knockoff brand to actually being a, a prestigious brand yourself. Surely you wouldn't take that for granted. Surely you'd be like, yeah. okay, how do we build on this? And not just go off, uh, go with that same knockoff brand approach of, okay, let's grab all of the revenue first and then think about everything afterwards. And that's the mm-hmm. difference between uh, something like Roblox um, versus Epic and Fortnite is they go, okay, we've got tons of money. We are a brand. We don't need to do anything that's going to upset the apple cart how about we just keep people happy and maintain the status quo yeah you want to you want to build stuff in ours yeah we'll give you shitloads of money for it yeah that's <laughs> fine as long as we get a little bit yeah the job's good because if, if we get a little bit of everyone then that's millions for us so yeah um so yeah interesting i'm, in, I'm interested to see how it does uh pan out for those that haven't seen it i do urge everyone to watch the um uh what was the name of it i don't know that no one's actually put a name of the train station thingy in uh someone has recreated a japanese train station in unreal engine 5 and it looks fecking badass it's linked in this article it's kind of a shoehorn in but um it is quite interesting to see if we've seen battlefront slash battlefield uh level graphics in roblox 
using their engine. Um, imagine what we could see in Fortnite when people are, are, are given the freedom to not only create but make money. Those people that have made this 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 train station. Apologies for the noise once again. Uh, so this train station on the screen here. Don't know if the video will play. Oh, it's going to play. I thought we were going to get some horrible adverts and stuff. Let me mute it. So this is. It looks like someone's just taking a video on a smartphone. It's it's absolutely incredible the level of detail yeah. and graphics and stuff in it. Um, this is what someone's made just because he could. Uh, just just to flex in his his creative muscles to put on his YouTube channel. Imagine what people can do if they're 3D environmental artists like that. Um, and then they can make revenue off the back of it. Some of these maps will be fucking obscene. It yeah. also it also opens up a pretty a pretty cool either a world for creators to just flex their muscles and have a, a good portfolio online, which opens the doors to more job opportunities. Because if you if you're building worlds that look like that and aren't employed, some studio is going to be like, yeah, we'll we'll take you. Thank you very much. Also, it actually opens up a separate industry where creators are suddenly not okay i need to work for activision i need to work for whoever um i can just do my own bits in fortnite and other games and stuff and upload it online and i can sustain myself by developing content for myself so it's pretty cool in the same way that people can now make a living um air quotes uh, these days by uploading content to youtube rather than going out and being a part of a, a a cog in the system at a BBC or an ITV or whatever. People want to do media content. Well, just go do it yourself. Job's good. Like we're, we're on Twitch right now, and there's there's about seven million people watching. So yeah. Oh wait, actually no. There's not quite seven million people. I don't know how many people are watching. I bet it's not seven million. It's like six point five. Oh god, yeah, maybe possibly, possibly. I'm still not falling for it. Uh, it's a movie. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculously. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so if we can see that just in general with uh, Unreal Engine 5, imagine what people can do once they get that community going. Fortnite exists in the way, shape, and form it is right now because of community. I mean, uh, they, that's a, me basically saying a stretch of Fortnite is Battle Royale. It's not. It's a bit more. But, but it exists in the way it is because of the Battle Royale element, which came from people going... Actually, do you know what? Brendan Green, I'm not I'm not a developer. I don't know how to code and shit, but I'm going to use shared logic, open sourced from the community uh, to build a system that we're going to butcher into being BR. Um, and th the whole Battle Royale genre came from that communal spirit. Imagine that within an, something that's as, as, that has a level of digital fidelity as Unreal Engine 5. Ooh. Yeah. Spice me to ball. Mega. So is it video games, man? In a couple, in like four years, it's gonna we're gonna look completely different. We're in a current generation now where things are infinitely better than there was last uh, last generation and the generation before that. I know it's a very easy statement to make, but the way that video games are going to look is going to be genuinely like real life soon, and I can't wait. Do you know what else looks pretty realistic? Go on, Graham. Callisto Protocol. That's our next news Ooh. story. Vast Banda story of the game has the next news story. And this this looks badass. If you haven't seen this before, um, for those that don't know, Crafton, the parent company that owns PUBG, uh, used to be called PUBG Corp, um, is no longer called PUBG Corp because, you know, you can't just put all your eggs in one basket-ish. So they've taken a bunch of eggs out of the PUBG basket, kept it in the PUBG universe, mind. Um, but they are bringing out a new game called the Callisto Protocol, or just Callisto Protocol. I don't know if it has the. Um, oh, it does have the. There you go, nice. Uh, the Callisto Protocol It's basically dead space, but within the wider PUBG universe. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's canon, it's just, just just share some similarities. That's probably just for a, a business reason. As if you say it's in the PUBG universe, people that play PUBG might just buy it. But still, we'll jump in <laughs> and see. So we're finally going to get more information on the sci-fi horror game. So into the uh, article, it says, we're finally going to get more information about the upcoming sci-fi survival horror, The Callisto Protocol, next week. What we do know about the project is that it will include horror elements similar to Glencoe uh, Schofield's Dead Space series and that it's set in the same universe as PUBG, but the connection is so loose that it's almost as if it's not there. The news, com uh, the news comes from Schofield himself, who recently tweeted, 
If you don't, uh, this is a quote, by the way, if you don't already follow Callisto the game, now might be a good time to start. Look for some news next week. Until then, here's a close-up of one of the creatures from our world-class character team. Uh, they're incredible. Happy Friday the 13th. Get ready. And once again, Jeff Keeler left the eyes emoji on it, of course. Um, um, Late last month, Schofield teased that it was almost time for a proper reveal of the Callisto Protocol. The director has been sharing project artwork featuring creepy-looking creatures and a lot of flesh walls. Uh, as mentioned earlier, the game's connection to PUBG isn't that strong, so don't expect some guy uh, to come across some guy with a frying pan. We're helping, uh, quote, we're helping PUBG Corp right, uh, right now as a team of writers working on the law for PUBG and its universe, Schofield explained in, in an interview. Quote, they have a timeline and we fit on that timeline now. It's not going to be really deep, but there will be little connections here and there. We'll probably be referencing one another from time to time. It will make what more sense once the game comes out. As of now, all we know is that the game is set in the year 2320 in a prison colony known as Black Iron based on Callisto, the dead moon of Jupiter. Uh, Players will be in control of prisoners trapped in the colony during an alien invasion. Based on what we could see in the trailer, it appeared, it appeared that the United Jupiter Company that operated the prison was responsible for the invasion and was documenting the fate of the prisoners at the hands of the aliens. It seems like just the kind of setting Glenn Schofield could uh, work wonders with. There you go. There's the Im image. I'm going to bring that up on the screen. So Glenn Schofield, of Dead Space fame, now working on the Callisto pro uh, Protocol which is almost Dead Space game, but from PUBG. Mm -hmm. Same universe, 300 years apart. What are your thoughts, babe? Yeah, uh, this is definitely one that's on my radar for as a, as a must-play. I mean, as much as I like, uh, as much as I look forward to games from certain franchises or certain developers and stuff like that, if something new comes along, I genuinely don't care if it's made by someone mate, that has anything to do with PUBG. The main part of that is it's the person that's had a hand in making probably one of the most atmospheric horror games. The first one was definitely horror. The rest of them, you could actually probably say it's an action-adventure horror game. But still, the first Dead Space, I remember playing that and genuinely shitting myself. Um, that's the kind of experience that genuinely. I want. And I don't feel that we're... Yeah, genuinely. Like, uh, I shit my pants. Like... I don't. I just don't feel like I get them experiences all that often. I shit I my pants. The last time that I, I wasn't, I didn't. I wasn't scared, but it absolutely terrified me and made me jump. Was that one bit in Visage? Like that was the last time that I'd absolutely like cacked myself playing a horror game. And you're a dickhead. As a horror, yeah. <laughs> as a horror enthusiast, I feel like these experiences are definitely few and far between. So from what we've seen in the like 30 second trailer that we'd had for the Callisto Protocol so far, it definitely has all the elements where you think, okay, I need to see more of this because it's definitely on the right lines. I need to remember to unmute my mic once I'm good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, treat yourself. Go on, go to uh, YouTube and look for the Callisto Protocol red band videos. The red band is obviously, it's you get the one that's shown to the public, which is usually a little bit softer. The red band one has a little bit more gruesomeness. I mean, it's it's it won't be something, it's not going to be like, oh, you're going to be vomiting on yourself because, you know, this mm -hmm. is 2022. We've all seen shit. Um, but it's still like, oh, what the fuck? And it's got all of the gurgly, slurpy, shit yeah. that you'd expect in a space alien zombie-ish sort of game um so yeah go check out it It looks badass it does look badass in terms of the, the crossovers with PUBG, for those that wondered what that is i think that's going to be minimum the fact that it's set in 2320 uh and PUBG is set in 2020 that's 300 years apart even if it's the same thing um PUBG's uh, the same universe PUBG's law is that most people don't even really know the battlegrounds exist it's basically people are going to these islands and fighting to the death like right now for us people have just been taken away to, like convicts or whatever taken to this island and just killing each other for whatever reasons that's loosely the law they've never exactly said that to that level of detail but some of the stuff around like the videos that they've made in the past kind of have those sort of vibes um so even if we well, like so it exists nowadays and we don't really know about it 300 years in the future will be completely different. I mean, a lot of shit that happened 300 years ago, we don't fucking talk about these days. So it, <laughs> it, it could be very few and far between. I reckon the crossovers will probably be um, 
my name's Steve. I'm the main character. I was born in Pachinki or Erangel or something like that. Something just yeah. passing like that. Or, or someone will have like a Sosnovka military base t shirt or something like that. I think you'll get those sort of things. There'll be a flashback of a kid holding like a Dino Land lunchbox or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's I, I, It'll be that sort of stuff, 100%. Um, Dead Space 1 was like. He, Here's a game uh, and a coupon for some boxes. <laughs> Dead Space 2, Absolutely. I think. Uh, and and the... a pair of shorts. <laughs> ah, shit. All the pants. <laughs> uh, Dead Space 2, I think. Uh, and The Needle is one of the only games to make me wince. Uh, yeah. I don't know what The Needle is. Yeah, so... Uh, it... <laughs> oh, is that in Dead so Space 2? Yeah, there's like there's the one bit of uh, the, the game where you have to... It's like a giant mechanical needle that you have to put into your eye. I can't remember the real. I, 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 I think it's to give you. I, I can't remember. Are you about to say a needle going to an eyeball? Extra, yeah, but you have to get it right in the pupil, and I think it enhances your vision as part of your hood. I can't. I genuinely can't remember, but it goes right into your eye. But if you get it anywhere else, it like kind of takes your eyeball out, and then you end up dying in the game. But yeah, it's 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 horrific. It's bad. Definitely that's a, does that's make a hard pass. That's a hard pass. I don't think I went there. I'll, I'll send you the video after this. And you have to control it. Yeah. <laughs> Oop. Ah! yeah. So, how, yeah, it's like, how, it, how's it, the it, eye augmentation so, coming along? Well, my eyes are <laughs> same old, same old, but I can see you out of my nostrils. Here, let's go. <laughs> yeah, why are you wearing an eye patch? <laughs> no, don't, don't talk about it. Nope. Yeah, it didn't go too well. <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. I mean, I am genuinely excited for this. I mean... There is there is a, a weird old collection of stuff coming from uh, the PUBG universe. Whether it's all in the PUBG universe or if it's just from the PUBG parent brand, Crafton, they've got like what read as like some sort of Red Dead Redemption game coming. We covered this about six, eight months ago, maybe. They had a um, an investor sort of announcement thing. There was actually one about a month ago, which I didn't actually look at. Um, but Callisto Protocol is a big space alien game. There was New State, which is obviously a, a launched on mobile. Um, PUBG is supposedly having like a bunch of upgrades coming. There's, there's Kiki, which is a new map that's coming. They're updating a few other maps and then they've got some big stuff coming for that. So so Crafton is working quite hard on a lot of stuff. Some of it was a swing and a miss. Like their share prices have bottomed out because pretty much the only thing they've got is PUBG. Mm. Um, so you kind of feel that they have to put a lot of eggs into making this work, which kind of makes me a little bit more excited, a bit more cautious because if 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 they have to get make it work, will they just rush it out in the hope of getting as much profit as they can? Uh, possibly, you never know. That said, all we've seen is about fucking 15 seconds of it or whatever, and it looked incredible. So more of that? Yes, please. Yes, please. What's that banging? Yeah. It's, it's Sexbound V2. Um, so yeah. so I had the Sexbound uh, erected <laughs> last last summer, summer before. Um, just need... Obviously, you can never have too many sex wings. So, so Sexbound V2. Uh, okay. Callisto Protocol news is coming next week. That was written one day ago, so you have to feel that could be coming this week, right? Right? I mean, yesterday was Sunday. That was last week. Unless you're a biblical person, Sunday's your first day of the week, then it could be next week. But we will keep you updated when we know. For now, though, what we do know, well, not even really know, what, what is rumoured is that something else will be coming very soon, and that game, uh, shouting out Tito, because he did call saying it looks badass and he wants it now, uh, Midnight Suns. So Jordan Midler at VGC has this one. Marvel's Midnight Suns has been rated in South Korea, suggesting it may release soon. The game was delayed till 2022, uh, late last year. So Marvel's Midnight Suns, I'm going to hit play in this trailer. Uh, it's not even a trailer, it's that... 20-minute video. Let me find some gameplay stuff. There you go. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been rated in South Korea, suggesting that it could be released soon. As spotted by a Reddit user, the game has received a, quote, decision grade, um, end quote, of 15 years old, which is the equivalent of a Peggy 16 rating. Um, that the game has now received a rating could suggest it's close to getting a release date, despite neither 2K nor Firaxis uh, giving the upcoming tactical RPG a firm date beyond second half of 2022. 
End quote. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns was originally scheduled for release in March 2022 before it was delayed until the second half of 2022 late last year. The game is being developed by Firaxis Games, the studio best known for XCOM games. However, the game also features a relationship build, uh, si building system similar to some other turn-based strategy games, most notably the Fire Emblem series. Although Midnight Suns will feature a host of Marvel su uh, superheroes, the player will mainly control a new character called the Hunter who is the, quote, forsaken child of Lilith, the mother of demons. Um, after Lilith is revived by Hydra, uh, the Avengers revive the Hunter because they're the only one known to have defeated Lilith, uh, Lilith before. Following the reveal, Firaxis' crea uh, creative director, Jake Solomon, said... Quote, I grew up reading and loving Marvel comics. To be entrusted with these characters and their stories is, is an honour for me and the team. If you're a Marvel fan or an RPG fan or a fan of tactics games, Marvel's Midnight Suns will make these beloved characters come alive in a way you've never seen before, end quote. It's coming out at some point on all of the platforms is the uh, gist of the yeah. last paragraph. Um, still excited for Midnight Suns, bit. Absolutely. I can't wait to play it, Graham. Like, I'm, I think this definitely will be a game that I probably won't move on to play anything else until I've finished it. It just it has a couple of elements in there that definitely scratches an itch for me, and it just seems to all come together. Like obviously, it's Marvel. That's cool. It's a card-based system. That's cool. It's XCOM. That's really cool. So like three main elements of what you'd think would be an absolute baby game. This is definitely one that I do want to play, and I can't wait to play it. Just a shame that I seem to work at 2K anymore, so I'm going to actually have to buy this game. Like uh, like everybody else is gonna do. Fuck's sake, than... him. I know it's out of order. You know, me having to buy my own games. Come on, mate. Can you just go back there for like a couple of weeks and then just get me a game? Do you know what? Do you know oh, what? Yeah. We should have probably. We should have probably tried. Uh, not not even tried. We should. We should have probably just gone to be next makers again. So for those that don't know, Two K has a, a content creator program called Next Makers, and me and Bibby, as ice cream uploads, were in the first ever rollout of Next Makers, um, and we for whatever reason, just didn't renew that. So we dropped out of the fucking creator program. So a few months ago, you will have seen people going, I'm happy to be a next maker. And me and Bibi were like, oh yeah, we were that. <laughs> but we're not, but we're not <laughs> yeah. anymore. Fuck. So, not so, to yeah. mention that we was on the front of Twitch to 60,000 people playing the golf game that they released that they sent over to us. But we just got kicked out of it for whatever reason. Like There's so, nothing yeah. that we genuinely could have done to be able to, you know, bring anybody else to sell 200 copies of a game or anything but yeah i'm not bitter about it or anything you're getting kicked out of it for no reason but it, it was a, it is. so it was it was like we were in the first ever next makers program um and then when they opened it up rather than emailing everyone that was a next maker or something going okay we thank you for getting involved in the trial we're going to roll it out now they didn't do that so they put it out on socials and stuff and obviously we're busy people so we didn't see the next maker posts on socials completely missed it so when people were allowed to apply to be next makers we just missed it because we were next makers and yeah so we're not anymore so yeah long story it's short very, it's very rare that it gets lapsed do you know what i mean yeah, yeah no. for being lapsed usually you get told um, but, do you know yeah, what guys you've done a really good job with our program so we're not going to tell you that we're closing it and you have to go again it's like what the fuck what the fuck okay it's so. a shame though because we play so many 2k games so shout again, out to uh, anyone that, that is watching. a next maker right now by the way if you are a next maker right now just 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 to let you know that you are welcome you are welcome <laughs> Keep an eye on your inbox, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Exactly me. Uh, good afternoon, mm. gents. Welcoming, Gaga. How are we doing, dude? Um, XCOM, says Lake. Do you know what? I never played it. I got it, like, XCOM or XCOM 2 in, like, 2014-ish time. Um, never played it. Uh, but it wasn't my sort of game, anyway. Uh, Iceman says, you donuts. I mean, I will take a donut, if you're offering. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just about to say, when's Dozen's Day? But it was four days ago. If, for those that have a Dunkin' near you, by the way, Dozen's Day, you get 12 donuts for, like, stupidly cheap on, on the 12th or something like that, so make sure you check it Ooh. out. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been rated in South Korea, suggesting it may re release soon. Do you know what? I'm just, just excited for this, just getting Wolverine back on, on video game screens. But it's amazing how we went from having no Wolverine and no Iron Man relay in video games for so long, and now Wolverine's in Midnight Suns, Wolverine has his own game being made by Insomniac. Iron Man uh, was obviously in the Avengers game and then in Fortnite and in Midnight mm -hmm. Suns, plus there's Iron Man VR. 
Marvel are absolutely fucking nailing it with getting their their brands on video game properties. I just hope that this Midnight Suns it's this admittedly is gonna be less of a game for me. Um in terms of the game style, which I've said all along. That said, the direction, the art style, the story building, the character building potentially has enough for me to to get past that. And this could be like my gateway, like game yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, especially when you look at the characters that I've got in it. Obviously, I mentioned Wolverine, Iron Man, absolute bangers. But then uh, fucking you've got uh, Ghost Rider and Blade. Blade. Fucking tune. Did you ever play any of the Blade games? The first first one was on PS1. Yeah, Yeah, there was another one on PS2 as well. The PS2 one was a bit leaving, but the first one, oh, it's all good. See, I didn't really like the first one, but I absolutely adored the film, and I think maybe because I enjoyed the film that much that the game could never live up to it. I just didn't bother with the second one or anything like that. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I played through it 50 times. Nice, nice. Well, you can yeah. play through Midnight Sun 50 times soon, apparently. Obviously, it's only rumours right now. It has been rated in South Korea, but that is usually the telltale sign that a game is very, very close. So we will keep our eyes out. We, we, do you know what? We might even have the uh, next Maker Conversations with 2K again and say, all right, lads, uh, so apparently you uh, biffed us off without even letting us know. Nice one, nice one, mate. And see, do you know what? Maybe, maybe if that's the case, maybe we can get some stuff to give away for you guys. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, for now, though, we'll jump ahead into another game. Do you know what? We're not only we're not the only thing that's getting cancelled. Us as next makers. Uh, the link, please. Is that for the last article? Uh, link. Uh, uh. Um, uh, you know, so I can find that. In the meantime, I will shout. Roll. Welcome in, Roll. Thank you very much for that raid, dude. How are you doing? How are you doing? I did see a message from you saying that you were going to go live. Um, but then I haven't been in and checked in once because I'm I'm ignorant and I just thought, do you know what, Sodja? So, no, I'm joking. I uh, hope, hope you had a good stream, dude. Uh, do feel free to check out Roy. If anyone does watch me play PUBG and you think, do you know what, Graham's banter and stuff's all right at times, I suppose, but I just wish he was a little bit better at the game. Well, do feel free to check out Roy uh, on Twitch. He plays PUBG at a much higher level than I could, so do feel free to check him out. He's a good egg as well. He's a good egg. Also, shout out to Roy, by the way, because one of his friends was just about to buy an Astro headset and rather than just going, yeah, nice, Raw said, tell you what, here's a discount code that you want to use. And he recommended the ice cream discount code to his friends. So his friends saved 5% on his purchase, and we will get a kickback from that too. So what a guy. What a guy. Look at that. Legend. Absolute role model. Thank you very much once again for that, Raw. I appreciate that, dude. Um, so, yes, talking about being cancelled. Uh, it's not just those that get cancelled. Apparently games do too. Jer- Jordan Midler at VGC. Actually, let me stop for just a second. For those coming in from Rose Stream, uh, we are recording The Scoop, which is our podcast talking about video games. Anything and everything from the world of video games that's made the news. And that's a lot of noise. Ignore that. It's fine. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we are talking about... This is our third story of the day, and it's talking about a cancelled Scarface 2 game has emerged online. So the game was in development at Radical Entertainment. This is written by Jordan Midler at BGC, and it says, Concept art for a Scarface 2 game has emerged online. Posted by YouTube user Mafia Game Videos, the screenshots, which have been released by former employees of Radical Entertainment, show off the Las Vegas Strip as well as the surrounding Nevada desert. Interestingly, the screenshots of seemingly been on the various artists art station uh, art station pages for years but have only now come to light thanks to this video in-game screenshots of what appear to be uh, environments in the game have also been released showing off the lobby of a casino and a parking garage let me hit play i'm gonna pause it i'll come back up to it actually um so you can see some embedded tweets with the screenshots these are from at mafia game videos on twitter So Scarface The World Is Yours was an action-adventure game developed by Radical Entertainment and released in 2006 for PlayStation 2, Xbox, Wii, and PC. An Xbox 360 version of the game was planned but never released. The game, which served as a a sequel to the film, saw Tony Montana seeking revenge on his business partner turned enemy Alejandro Sosa. Uh, While several members of the original cast returned to voice their roles, Al Pacino did not. He did, however, allow for his face to be used in the game and apparently handpicked the actor who voiced Tony in the game. The first game received positive reviews, with the PlayStation 2 version earning a 75 uh, on reviews aggregator Metacritic. Developer Radical Entertainment was known for a large number of licensed games during the PS2 era. In 2005, it was acquired by Vivende Universal Entertainment, which would later merge with Activision in 2008. Radical's final game as uh, the studio lead was 2012's Prototype 2. Uh, It would serve as a support studio to Bungie during the development of the first 
Destiny. So they just shoehorn the Destiny video in right at the end. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Okay. Going to go back up to the Scarface 2 video and hit play on that. So Scarface 2. Did you play the Scarface game? What are your thoughts? Oh, oh, oh. Let me pause this video one more, and then I'll take this off the screen. As you can see, Bibby's there holding Scarface. Uh, the world yeah, it's, is yours. It's, it's, been through, it's, been, it's been through the ringer, this one, Graham, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, there was. I actually had the one for Xbox 360 as well, but that isn't on my shelf. I thought I might have put it next to each other. Um, but yes, it it was it was a good game. It was a good game. It was similar to the uh, the Godfather, kind of the same ilk. Do you know what I mean? It's, they're not exactly the same games of the same uh, of the same films, but you kind of get you kind of get the same vibe with them. But yeah, there was it was a good game. I thought I thought they did quite well, so I was surprised that they didn't make a second one. I thought they were able to cash in on that one, but they didn't. Um, I don't know if this is ever going to see the light of day in terms of you being able to actually play this game or someone's ever going to finish it. Um, if the source code ever gets released, then that might be a, a completely different ball game. But yeah, I mean, if someone started to do the voice acting for it, there'll be some files somewhere, won't there? It's like... It just stinks of Vice City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just think, like, so obviously this was made by Radical or whatever the name of the developer was. Let me scroll back up. So, uh, uh, yeah, Radical Entertainment. And if you, you go through the um, the steps of where that went, being acquired by Vivendi and so on, and then um, merging into Activision, uh, Activision eventually, essentially owns the rights to make... A Vice City alike. What? Activision, what are you doing? Get involved. Uh, yeah. But it, uh, and So Xbox owns the rights to that effectively now because Xbox have just bought Activision. Could Xbox make their own fucking Vice City? Ooh. I mean, that, that would be badass. That would be badass. But it looks really good. I mean, this obviously, these are um, concept art shots. You've got a feel. Uh, I don't actually know that for definite, but, but the art quality is fucking amazing for a PS2, so I imagine I imagine it is. Oh, these are just from the cutscenes or something. But this looks great. I'd definitely be interested in playing something like that. Not so much if it looked like a PS2 game, obviously. Um, but, oh yeah, production screenshots. Uh, okay, let me see. Fast forward a little bit. Oh, okay, we're going to get into the production screenshots now. So, oh yeah. Yeah, it still looks really good. Yeah, it looks good. To be fair, there's a lot of games that obviously have textures from way back when, but when you're playing them on more modern consoles, if you put the like the antis, and I always want to say antiscoping, but I don't think it's that anti-aliasing. Um, yeah, yeah, you can like you can crank it up, can't you? From like two, two, uh, two times, four times, eight times, and you can crank them up, so it just makes the resolution look a lot bit. Uh, that makes the edges look a lot crisper and stuff like that. So you're not just blowing up a 480 picture and making it 4K or 1080, you can change the, the modeling texture sizes as well to for obviously when it gets higher up. So a lot of games, even if you play like System Shock, or do or, or that um, prime example, that Duke Nukem game that got cancelled, Duke Nukem Forever, when they were showing it last week, like there was a lot of like the writing on the vending machines and stuff like that, which you would think that it would look blurry, but obviously it doesn't because they've managed to make it look a little bit more modern. So... I don't know. I think even if it's cancelled from 2009, it's not that long ago. I mean, it's 13 years ago, but still 13 years in video games time. Obviously, graphically and generationally, it will look different, but it's more than playable. It's not like playing a fucking Mega Drive game and then a PlayStation 1 game. Like You can tell what a PlayStation 1 game looks like for like a, 360, a very late 360 game and most ps4 games until towards the end of generations you won't be able to tell that much the difference between them yeah i mean there's a, there is a lot of ps2 games that look like ps2 games as well and you you get to like the end of the ps3 before you get to like the last of us sort of quality games and i think that probably helps with people's perception of what a ps2 game looks like people always think a ps2 game looks like a ps1 game because the last of us on ps3 which came out at the very end of the ps3 generation looked absolutely phenomenal so yeah, yeah that's what i always forget when i look back and like vice city is including that i go back and i always think oh, vice city is gonna look 
garbage. And and I'm thinking of like GTA 3, because you look at Vice City next to GTA 3, Vice City still doesn't look like, obviously, GTA 5, but it's there's quite a big step up from GTA 3 to Vice City uh, and San Andreas kind of thing. So, yeah, anyway, that looks badass. A cancelled Scarface 2 game, uh, Activision, Vivendi, Xbox, whoever is going to be... Uh, holding the reins go on go on you might as well you might as well i mean we got a mafia game last year uh from take two um was it the year before well, i don't know sometime in lockdown it was it was probably a million years ago because you know lockdown does that to, to a <laughs> mind but uh and that was received well the general consensus yeah. was okay we could do with a bit of something new here so yeah, yeah let's give us that just 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 take two just just nip over the road go all right boys uh not that they're in geographical close vicinity i mean maybe i don't know uh, and say yeah we'll take that we'll take we'll take uh what's what was his name i, I want to say tony montana is that his name in scarface yeah, yeah. so correct so yeah get get tony montana i mean to be fair i'm not sure i mean tommy vassetti and tony montana are kind of <laughs> so. uh, blurred the lines there aren't they graham a yeah, little bit so maybe they won't but yeah do you know i'd, I'd definitely play it i'd definitely play it um <coughs> excuse me okay we'll move ahead one more news article today um and this one could be interesting it could be interesting because it's an article that has my attention but i haven't read through it so we'll go through it together this one from andy robinson at vgc says it looks like armor reforger has leaked and it's coming to consoles so if you're if you're a if you're a PUBG fan do you know even if you're a fucking fortnite fan or whatever they all came. You can trace the roots all the way back into armor. So if you want to, if you want to, you want to play some armor on your consoles. Well, the good news it's coming to the consoles now. So Reforge will release ahead of the full sequel, according to an allegedly leaked marketing doc. Uh, just going to stop for a second. Obviously, that's me building it up because that's my excitement coming into this. This may have absolutely full of crock of shit but that's where i am right now so we'll explore it together so yeah um bohemia interactive's plans for armor 4 appear to have leaked ahead of a likely announcement planned for next week um ah uh, quote future of llama at uh, uh, llama nice <laughs> not, uh, not armor live stream but llama live stream let's go okay let's start again ah uh, quote future of armor end quote live stream is set to take place on tuesday may the 17th that's tomorrow however the details of the event uh, event appear to have leaked early via a marketing document published on the gaming leaks and rumors subreddit according to the alleged bohemia document the developer is set to announce armor 4 and a more focused precursor called armor reforger so Reforger is designed to establish the key elements planned for the new sequel, including its new N-Fusion engine, and introduce the game to consoles for the first time, the doc states. Reforger is expected to release on PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, uh, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5, according to the document. The game will be a premium product with appropriate pricing, it says. The military sim uh, simulation will be set in the 80s Cold War, where players will establish a persistent military career, battling as either the US or Soviet forces on the fictional mid-Atlantic island of Everon. I, know, I almost read that as Everton then. Woo, uh, yeah. Which is said to spam 52 kilometers squared. Um, the shooter will include three factions, six vehicles frosty, with 18 yeah. variants. Morning. Morning, says Chappers, who's dropped his 23-month sub on the channel now. Hey, <laughs> your sells Everon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Oh, speaking of uh, your da, Gagard. I don't know why that, you, you, you're my da, but there you go. Nice. Welcome in. I did see you drop in, actually, and then completely got distracted by the comment. I did see you. Uh, uh, well, let me scroll back. Good afternoon, gents. Good afternoon, Gagard. How are you doing, dude? Uh, buddy L, I, I'm beginning to hate this keyboard. Can you access what? Can can uh, can I can can what? <laughs> Did you copy and paste in the wrong place? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I loved Godfather the game back in the day. Says late Godfather Two was bad, and I played Godfather on PC. Um, okay, jumping back into the uh, comments, Chappers. Thank you very much for twenty three months. That is ridiculous. Two years next month if you stick it out you don't have to i mean i won't blame you if you do want to mm. disappear you know you know a bit questionable around these parts but, you, but i love you i love you very much uh nice okay so the shooter will include three factions six vehicles with 18 variants 15 weapons two types of grenades and 13 dedicated 
combat rolls, and a partridge in a pear tree, according to the doc. In addition to multiplayer modes, it will also include the Game Master Scenario Editor, multi-platform workshop, and full modding support. According to the doc, Armour Reforger provides tactical depth and yet remains accessible to a broad audience, including console users. The doc adds that Bohemia, quote, must keep in mind the importance, uh, quote, uh, end quote, or its core community of players and remain res responsive as much as we can. So the live stream is set to take place May the 17th at 7pm. So that's 7pm for us BST tomorrow night. There's a future of Armour live stream, potentially. Um, obviously, we are in the office and stuff back, so we won't be streaming that live tomorrow, but we will have all of the news for that on Wednesday's episode of The Scoop. Future of Armour. Ooh, okay, babe. Yes. Armour Reforger, in or out, what are you saying? Uh, massively in. I've played... Not a lot of armor of any of the armor games, but I've played a lot of the games that have spawned from the armor code. So obviously PUBG and Daisy included in that as well. So if I can get to grips, like my PC was just it just wasn't powerful enough to be able to play armor in all its glory. I wouldn't be able to play that on my PlayStation Five. Wouldn't it, it, it's without limitations, no holds barred. So I'm, yes, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's what's included in this. I'm more interested to see what you think of it. If I'm being honest, because obviously you've got all the PUBG background that you've got. Absolutely, you obviously adore the game, but it's a battle royale. It's very repetitive. I want to see what you get, what you kind of get up to within this game. Obviously, it might with challenges and missions and stuff like that. Like, how will you play this game? Because you do have a bit of ASM in your game in PUBG, but tactically, stealthily, that background from Metal Gear Solid. I want to see how you approach this kind of thing. Just to clear that up, I have a little bit of BDSM in me and some ASMR. Uh, so yeah, yeah. All yeah. the all the uh, <laughs> all the abbreviations. Some OSM, some online social media as well. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I I'm very much into wanting to enjoy this. Like it's the same thing with um, what's it called? Daisy, Daisy, Chappa just mentioned in the yeah. chat. There we go. So da watching, I love watching like Armour and Daisy streams and just thinking, oh, do you know what? I just, it's the risk reward stuff that makes PUBG so beautiful for me. The amount of effort that you've got to put in to just, just get through it, let alone uh, like winning fights and stuff. And then you can just get shit on. Get shit on, kid. Uh, the first opportunity kind of thing. If it's not if it's not a stupidly expensive game, I would be open to trying this. I definitely would be open to trying Armory Forger. This this is what I'm looking at. So when people say, do you want, do you want to play a new shooter game? Um, and they give me... I, I've got, I mean, from that screenshot, strong vibes of COD 4, Gilly in the Mist sort of thing, uh, mission. But if you've got someone that's a spotter and then someone that's a sniper, oh, just imagine, yeah, maybe they're going, okay, bing. Okay, there's a guy there and me just going, boom someone's head just gets popped oh yes please i've missed this kind of game since so common I, I haven't mentioned so common years and i mentioned it twice in this particular episode um but i miss those kind of so vibes where you are playing i mean back in the day it was revolutionary having a headset plugged into your playstation 2 and talking to your teammates Imagine. your ai teammates and telling them where to go like having a four-player game like this I mean, people have been playing Armour for years and they've experienced all this, but for the console players that haven't been able to buy a pay, uh, gaming PC or have access to this, this is going to blow their minds and the player base, I genuinely think, is going to have a massive influx of new players. Like, I imagine a lot more people are going to end up watching it on Twitch. I imagine there's going to be a lot of content being put out on YouTube for this because the possibilities are endless depending on who you play with in this game. You can have people who doesn't necessarily have to have a military background, but just are tactically minded and just say, right, okay, two flank round there. I can see into the distance. I'm the one with the binoculars. I can see who's down there. Right, you go left, you go down the river, you go right. Like The possibilities are endless to make content for this game, and I'm seeking for that as a content creator, but in terms of just having fun with the game, I think this is definitely one that people need to put in their, um, in their calendars to have a look at, at least. I mean, that's... That's the, the the best thing about battle royales for me is when you've got a, a couple of people or a squad of people, whether you're in duos or fours, and you just get to just express in killing someone, and that's the reason why things like like Warzone don't don't satisfy me as much because obviously it's usually like run up and and 
and it's, it's super fast and it's usually the same sort of thing but like Fortnite and PUBG Fortnite you can choose to build and distract and then set things on fire and then and blah blah whereas PUBG you can be like okay we can just have someone anchoring whilst everyone rushes in or we can go up and plant a C4 or we can smokes and, and make our way around and trap them and, and, and so on and that's that's the bit for me it's like okay it's alright it's nice winning the games but when you can fully flex as a team it's, it's like the fucking A team dropping in we'll, 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 we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll be the U team the uploads team yeah do, 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 do. <laughs> like a squad of four just dropping in not even bothered about the fact that do you know what there's, there's no there's not a battle royale we're not waiting for 100 people to have been murdered it's just like okay we've seen it we've seen a crew over there okay this is what yeah. we're blessed with one has got a spot scope one has got a sniper two people have got ars okay well we'll sit back and hold keep an eye on things you two flank up or whatever we'll start drawing their attention out with some sniper rifles and then you go in the back and it's like it's it's that like I say, Black Squad, the A team that's just been called in and you just wipe out a team. They've gone, pick up their loot, dress your heels, get yourself set, go on and find the next team. And it's just... It's just... It's very insurgency standstorm, but so much... On steroids, just so much more bulked out. So much more bulked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Lotus says, I'm going to be all over armour. Goddamn right you are. Yeah. We're going to need someone with a frying pan laid underneath the front of the car, fixing Ooh. it out. Clink, 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 clink. You can yeah. get get your uh, Mission Impossible as well as you go, ding, 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 ding. ding. Uh, that's James Bond. What the fuck's the mission? Da -da 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 -da. That's the one. As you go up and steal their vehicles and stuff. Let's go, Lotus. And then, boom. Oh, shit. You got shot. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Can't fucking believe this. Everyone stop getting shot. 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 Okay, do you know what? I said it. I'm going to do it. Exclamation mark. Shot. Nice. Uh, and on that bomb shot, uh, we are done. If you missed the news, we've just been speaking about the fact that Armour Reforger, not confirmed yet, although it may have been since we actually scraped this news, um, has been leaked. There is an Armour, uh, a future of Armour live stream happening at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, and it's planned for this to be announced during that as a precursor to Armour 4 uh, coming further down the line. So Armour Reforger looks like it's coming to console. So if you're on console, you've never had the opportunity to play Armour. If you are a fecking peasant, as Spike says in the chat, then you will get a chance <laughs> at getting your hands on the game. Um, elsewhere, we kicked off the show talking about Epic un uh, uh, releasing an Unreal Engine 5 editor. So if you want to build things in, in Unreal Engine 5, that's cool, you can do that. However... What they're bringing is the fact that you can do that and earn revenue off that. They want it to be a self-sustaining marketplace that satisfies the needs of content creators and the players of the game, allowing people to create businesses off the back of that, which is pretty exciting news. Then we jumped into Callisto Protocol, uh, the, uh, the Dead Space-like game from PUBG Corp. Uh, we should get some news from that hopefully this week. Midnight Suns, uh, the new Marvel game uh, from 2K, has just been rated in South Korea, so that's probably going to land soon. And one thing that's probably not going to land anytime soon is Scarface 2, a game from 2006 which was cancelled but looks badass. We did take a look at that. If you missed any of it, do feel free to jump back through the stream. You can do it live on Twitch, or you can just wait for the uh, video to go on YouTube, or you can get it on all of the podcast services. Nice. Uh, yeah. Chaos Riot Zero says, you're off. I just got here. Well, we actually had scheduled for another hour, but we've just seen you drop into the chat, so we just thought we'd just wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, I, lo I love you. love you. Are you all right? It's been a while. How are you doing? Are you all right, love? Sorry. That's me just getting angry at the fact that you've only just arrived. <laughs> Armour. Never heard of it, mate. Do you know what? While that's happening, anything you want to add? Uh, no, Graham. No, there is not anything that I want to add, but yes. There is, actually. I just try to try, try black it a little bit. But yes, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop. We very much appreciate you doing so. If you want to help shape the remaining four shows of The Scoop this week, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. All the links that you require will be listed in the description below if you're watching this and any of our on-demand services. But all we need from you is URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow? Mr. Graham Day. At 10 a.m. Ish. It'll be 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. Do you know, I'm going to test this. This might not work because I've just changed something on my screen. I want to see if this works. Let's go. Press. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Bibby came up with a wonderful idea of, do you know when you've got animations and stuff? You, you have to do it by source through OBS if you're using your screen deck. Blah, 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 blah. Or you could just do it for hotkeys and you can make them work on any scene. So now I can make my animations work everywhere. Yay! Which I just tested. <laughs> but, you know, that's enough of that. Um, are you raiding? Uh, could be. Could be. Uh, the OG Snowflake, because he's a baby, you know you want to. Absolutely. I 100% will drop. We'll, I'll drop one on him because because he dropped he dropped a thousand bitties on us the other day just to shoot you. So he's absolutely yeah. getting a raid there. He's good. He's good. I thank you very much for the uh, uh, shout. You've saved us some some legwork. But we are going to disappear now. Thank you everyone for dropping in. We appreciate you uh, doing so. Obviously, you can follow us on Twitter. I forgot that button that was there. I've not used that in weeks. There you go. There's Bibby's at. There's my at. Do feel free to follow us or Ice Cream Uploads across all social media channels. As Bibby's already mentioned. But for now, we are going to disappear. Not like the names because I'm pressing all the wrong buttons. <laughs> Until next time, have yourselves a beautiful day. Let's stay frosty. Let's stay frosty.